Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. You know what? As humans, we have a problem. And that problem is we want to fix everyone else before we fix ourselves. So today we want to look at the scriptures and we want to encourage you through the scriptures to ask the Lord to work on you before you work on someone else. In this episode entitled, Lord, Work on Me. Lord, work on me. It is common practice now because of all the access we have to people's lives and people just being more open about what they're doing. To see people behavior and analyze what they're doing and saying and pick out everything that's wrong, to pick out everything that needs to be fixed. And the things that we're picking out and saying are not wrong, but we have to be careful that we're not falling into the space where we're seeing everyone else's error but not seeing our own. And so today we want to look at Matthew chapter 7 um, and Romans 2, but we'll look at Matthew chapter 7 first, and we're going to see where, where Jesus warned the Pharisees and warned the people not to be judging people and, and not looking at our own selves first. So let's take a look at Matthew chapter 7. We'll start at verse 1, but verses 3 to 5 are our key verses. It says this, Judge not that ye be judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote in thy own eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam, out of thy own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. And so the Lord has wanted us to be very, very careful about how we talk about things and condemn things and make judgments upon stuff because understanding that the same knowledge and the same zeal that you judge that situation with, understand that God's going to judge your situation and your behavior with that same measure of judgment. So we have to be careful not to be willing to condemn and throw people away and, and say so many things too quickly because when we're in this situation, if we err, if we make some choices or do some things we shouldn't, that same measure of judgment that same measure of condemnation, that same measure of disgust that you have for something else, it'll be weighted upon you. And so then he asks the question, he says, how and why behold this the moat that is in thy brother's eye, but not consider the beam that is in yours? Now a moat would be like a, a splinter, but the beam would be like a, a log or a piece of timber. So he's saying they got something little, something small in their eye, and you're trying to pick that out, but you have a beam in your eye that you don't even notice. And so that is the dilemma we find ourselves in, that we can be so willing to work on someone else. We're so willing to tell somebody what they need to change. We're so, you know, busy praying about change them and do this and do that, that we don't see that we're neither the same type of change that we needed the same type of healing, that we needed the same type of deliverance. And God is looking at us, he's not pleased because you have all this wisdom, you have all this discernment, 
about someone else's situation, but you have zero about yours. You have no knowledge of the error or, or the mistakes or the decisions that you're making. And God is not pleased with that. So we want you today to say, Lord, work on me. Lord, let me look in the mirror and see the beam that is in my eye. The beam that you can see, Lord. The beam that someone else may be seeing in my eye. And let me get my eyes off of fixing someone else and just say, Lord, work on me. Because I can't fix myself. Only God can fix me. So I'm going to ask God to work on me and to get this beam out of my eye. And I won't be worried about the, the boat in my brother's eye. I'll pray for it, but I won't be trying to fix him. I won't be condemning him. I won't be always trying to give him advice about himself. I'll pray for him as I pray for the Lord to work on me. Amen? And so look, in Romans chapter 2, this problem, God, um, Paul addressed this problem as well. Now in the book of Romans, what happened was that this church was a church full of Jews and Gentiles. But the Jews had become persecuted and they had left for a while. So the church of Romans had become a Gentile church. But after the persecution, the Jews came back into the church and they were beginning to be hard on the Gentiles because they were not keeping all the religious customs um, that they had been, you know, they had been, just, that they thought were traditionally supposed to be kept. And so they were trying to make them be righteous and make them do all this stuff. And Paul was letting them know, look, all of us are in need of redemption. Just know you're not better than them. Um, how are you going to be talking about their behavior and what they're doing? And you're doing the same thing. So let's look at Romans chapter 2, starting in the first verse. He says this, Therefore thou art excusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judges, judges, for wherein thou judges another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judges doeseth the same thing. But we but we are sure that judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judges them which do such things, and doeth the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God. And so, right, he was dealing with, look, you're, you're judging people. You're condemning people. You're speaking evil. You're speaking so much on what they're doing, but you're in the same common practice. You are without excuse, and God is going to deal with you if you're so quick to think God is going to deal with them. If we're so quickly to be speaking upon them and what they should be doing, let's don't be mistaken that God is looking with you the same way because you're involved in the same type of thing. So we can see someone behaving in the wrong way. We can see someone not loving and forget that we're not loving. We can see someone say they need to forgive, they need to repent, they need to move on. And we still have bitterness and strife and envy and unforgiveness in our heart. We're without excuse because we know what should be done because we're speaking on it and we've yet to apply that to our lives. We got to ask the Lord to work on us today. Look, it's so easy to look at someone, but not see what's going on. But when we look at the word of God, we got to look at the word as we say in James, and let the word remind us who we are. Let the word remind us what we are. And we need to be examining ourselves to see where we stand before we try to speak on other people. We got to be asking the Lord constantly, Lord, work on me. 
the flaws in me, my attitude, my mindset. You know what? I can't forgive. I can't love. God, work on that for me first before I go out here talking about everyone else. Like I said before, we, it's all right to correct things. It's all right to deal with things. We'll understand that. We don't want to be dealing with other people's issues and talking about other people's things more than we're in the mirror and in God's word and impressing God. Show it to me, Lord. Take that away from me. Like the old song said, if you find the thing that's like, not like me, Lord, take it away from me. Shine the spotlight of heaven on my soul that, that I won't be so, that people won't be so willing to be able to see all the flaws in me. I want to be cleansed. I don't want to be walking around with beams in my eyes, obvious to the world, but not to myself. Think about that. You could be so busy fixing someone else, and you got some obvious flaws that's to the world. Everybody see your error, see all your flaws, and you're busy, you and I are busy trying to fix everyone else. We don't want to find a way, so we got to say, Lord, work on us. Lord, work on me. Lord, take away the tendency of me to try to fix everyone else and yet be in error, yet be wrong. Think about that. You know, we love the story in Matthew chapter 18 when, when the man had been forgiven such a debt, but he wouldn't forgive the one person that owed him. See, he had forgot that quick what situation he was in. And so we have to be careful to meet every man and every woman with the same measure of grace God meets us with. So when we see a brother, a sister in error, we, I know it's frustrating. I know you wonder why. We wonder why. Why are you doing that? Why are you saying that? Why would you act this way? Why would you make that decision? But then we got to remember that if we have once in our life had been making some decisions and going down the road, or could be currently in something that God may find despicable. We could be, in, you know, we could be in a situation or practicing in a way that God is not pleased with, and not even recognizing the beam in our eyes, and we're still trying to fix someone else. So let's be careful, y'all. Let's pray, Lord, work on me. I don't want to fix nobody else before I fix myself, God. I don't want to ask you to, to, to change someone else and make somebody else right. Lord, make me right. Lord, make me whole, God. Lord, fill me with your grace. Work on me day by day that I'll be a vessel of honor, meet for the master's use, and prepare for every good work. God, let me see that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Lord, let me learn how to keep my body and bring it under subjection that I, after I preach to everyone else, I won't be a castaway. Oh, Lord, help me live in the spirit and walk in the spirit that I wouldn't fulfill the lust of my flesh. And as we continue to pray those things and let the Lord work on us, we'll be prepared for his work and we'll meet every man with grace and we'll be a little more quieter, quieter about the things in other people's lives. That's the one thing when you will do, when you ask the Lord to work on you, you'll, you'll be a little quieter because you will see yourself and you'll recognize the things that you need to be changed. And as you work on yourself and you're praying and you're reading, you won't have as much time to look at others. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray something I said today will, will just encourage you to, to walk worthy of the call you receive. Encourage you to call upon the Lord to work on you to make you the best person that God wants you to be. Love you and God bless you.
if you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day. If you or someone you love are having a mental health crisis, please call 1-800-273-8255 immediately.